Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is Update January 2022. Update January 2022. And I am driving. It's the first time driving in a while, so please bear with me. I will be going slow because I do not know my way around here at all, so I'll be listening to the navigation. I'm driving to a place I've never been to help my mother-in-law unload and move into her new place, and so I'll be listening to instructions, so I'm sorry if I sound distracted at times. I will do my best. Thank you, friend, for tuning in. Wow, what a crazy life. (laughs) What a crazy world and time to be alive so exciting and i'm also i'm kind of stuffed up in getting over who knows what i would call a cold still been eating i've been a little cloggy in my head and sinuses have been itchy and all that but not deathly ill i haven't taken any tests why i'm not going to get into that friends but i'm not excited i'm just not i have stuff to do and so many levels to all of this, right? What do I mean by that? Well, I don't want to offend people, right? I had a great experience recently with a small victory in that kind of, oh, shoot, I better, hang on, hang on, let me figure out where I'm, oh, no, no, sorry, driving, and it's going to make the turn an incorrect place my uh, gps went the screen went someplace else so now i can see where i'm going um so many levels to so many things so i try to be as honest as i can on this podcast and recognize that we're all at different places in our lives and in our beliefs and in our knowledge and so many things so i'm just gonna say a bunch of things and if you're new to the show kind of how this show works a lot of times is I just kind of have one general idea in mind a lot of times and then I try to just mind flow around that and make a point. Sometimes I make the point, sometimes I don't. If I'm doing interviews, it's a different story, but this is just an update about life and where I'm at in the podcast. I've been really good overall about releasing and publishing podcast episodes fairly consistently the goal has been one a day, five days a week, and I think I've hit that pretty consistently. I miss a day here or there. But the crazy thing is I've been publishing episodes that I recorded in 2018. So I was doing really a lot of recording in 2018. I was commuting to work and back, and so I had a really good system for recording episodes and and, and I was publishing them, I think, but not nearly as frequently. I think my my publishing back then was one time a week. And so now that I've got so many in the catalog, so to speak, in inventory, in the can, if you will, I feel a little more confident about publishing them on a weekly basis. Oh, I'm sorry, on a daily basis. And... <clears throat> As a result of that, plus just how uh, the platform I'm I'm hosting and publishing the podcast on, I can see my 
downloads a lot better, the analytics a lot more accurately than in the past. And in the past, it was cool. I had people downloading the show and that was super rewarding. And now I can see it's a lot more people as I release more episodes more frequently. So that's really inspiring as well. And yeah, so that's been part of my life. I, we moved out here. It's been about, oh, actually yesterday was three months. Yesterday was our three-month anniversary living in Texas. So I'm from California, Southern California. I lived in Southern California my whole life, except for a couple of years in Northern California. And now my family and I, well, my immediate family, my wife and two kids, we moved out here to uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area in Texas. And it's been, it's been fun. It's been challenging. It's a different vibe for sure than Southern California, you know. A lot of new experiences, nothing like outrageous or anything. It's just different, you know, culture shock. And part of that is a really good thing because that's partly why we moved. Was a, a big part was culture. And there's an episode I did, an interview with Sean Fredrickson. So if you're interested in hearing that one, it's the longest interview I've ever done, longest episode I've ever done. So definitely buckle up for a long ride if you do check that one out. I also published a book out of that. So if you prefer to read, you can find that on Amazon. You go to the Find Your Flow book series and look up the Sean Fredrickson um, book. That's pretty cool. And we talked about the culture and all that in there. So, yeah, so many things to talk about. Excuse me. One of the things, yeah, so I had a call today with a friend, a friend who I met in San Diego through a friend, and he's good. He's living now in New York, and he's got a wife and a 20-month-old little boy, so shout out to Ahmed, and yeah, we are just catching up. Coming, uh, he's currently a full-time real estate investor. So my day job for many years in the recent years was consulting to real estate investors, teaching them how to market their business online specifically. And it was a great, great consulting job. I loved it. I love working with in the real estate industry. I love working with entrepreneurs, investors, business owners, and I love marketing. So it was a great combination of all those things. So working with him... Today, we were having a call, and he, we got on, I don't remember how we got on the topic, but it'll maybe come back to me, but he said something like, oh, well, when, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, well, here's the thing, friend, right, like, I can keep this show totally politically correct, and I kind of usually do, because because I don't like to offend people. That's not my thing, right? But sometimes things have to be said, and sometimes it is important to just say, speak your mind, speak one's mind. For me to speak my mind is important at times, right? Because maybe it changes somebody's perspective. And I don't set out necessarily to influence on this show, right? I'm not trying to change your mind or sell you stuff. I do have stuff that I sell, 
but this isn't really, but that's the intro and the outro. So the commercials, you know, before the show starts and at the end, that's where it's blatantly a commercial for whatever product or service I'm promoting at that time. Okay, is that fair? So I try to keep it like that, where it's like the show is just pure content, pure what entertainment and education, and then the intro and outro is the commercials. So we were talking about vaccines. Ooh, yeah, and isn't that just a gosh darn hot topic that you almost can't get away from? Apparently, because as much as I've tried to avoid talking about it on the show, here I am talking about it. And everybody, a lot of people, have very passionate views on the subject, okay? And so I want to share mine. I don't want to, but I feel compelled to. How about that? feel compelled to. And for a number of reasons. And it plays out in different weird ways. And just go for it. So here we go. So I was talking to him, and it came out that Oh, because I'm getting over this cold or whatever it is. I didn't test, so who knows what it is. And maybe you think, maybe one could think, oh, that's so irresponsible, blah, blah, blah. But let me tell you something. Uh, See, part of the challenge of the whole game happening right now, the whole conversation about any of this stuff, is the, the, the lack of access to the same information. It's not that we all have access to the same information. And that's what makes this whole game so challenging, is that people, by and large, it seems, a decent segment of the population believes that we are all aware and have access to the same information. And yet that just simply is not true, okay? And that information has been manipulated. And access to the information has been manipulated. And that is provable. How willing or able are certain segments of the demo, uh, of the population able to fully grasp what that means? That varies dramatically depending on a number of factors. One being which side of the information wall one is on. And so, what happened with this conversation today is, you know, it's just sharing with my friend, hey, I'm getting over this cold, and blah blah blah. And he's like, oh well you know, something about the vaccine. And I was like, well, I, I didn't get it. You know, I'm not getting it. My family's not getting it. And I said, if you want to get it, if you got it, great. You know, no judgment. Good for you. I support your ability to to have the choice whether or not you get it. Okay. I don't, I do not believe that anyone should be forced to get it. Healthcare workers or anyone, I don't care what you do. You should not be forced to get something you don't want to get. That's what we have fought wars over is to be able to make the decisions for our own bodies, for our independence and for our ability to decipher the information for ourselves. So that is my personal belief. I'll just say that right now. And I'll say it again to be perfectly clear about my stance on this aspect of it. I believe that you, friend, and your family and your friends should be able to make your own decisions, assuming that you were in your right mind, you're, you know, over 18, right? In the U.S. anyway, 18 is kind of an important number that we say like, hey, this is the age where you can make certain levels of decisions. And there are all sorts of laws around this, depending on what part of the country you're in here in the United States. And that may change in other countries. And, you know, I'm sure you all have your own reasons for that. So that's it. But, you know, I respect whatever your jurisdiction has determined. 
Now, as far as making a health decision of this caliber, putting something foreign into one's body, um, that's, again, some people may be very triggered by these kind of comments. And to them, I say, good for you. You, you can feel triggered all you want. That's my personal decision. And again, you may take with that what you will. Now, my friend here, he said, he, he was like totally caught off guard. Like, oh my gosh, Winston, I can't believe this. I thought you were, you know, you're very left wing. You're very liberal. I said, well, yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> yes, yes, friend. I am very liberal. I am a very libertarian, one might say. And I believe that one should be able to direct their own decisions in these kinds of things. And yet in other ways, I might be what some people will say, oh, well, you're very conservative. And yes, that is also true. I'm very middle of the road in many things, okay? And so this is the, the dichotomy that is me. And I just ran a red line, not yellow light, boom, made it, made it. Right now, that was awesome. So, okay, I got to pay attention real quick figure out where I'm going. I think I know, but I've never, I don't get out much. I don't drive much. And I, again, I've never been to this place, so I only vaguely know where I'm going. <sighs> okay, so, so he has known me to be this very left-wing, very liberal-minded person. And I like I said, I agree. I am for the most part. I have always voted Democrat and I helped promote my friend, helped politic uh, for my friend who ran for governor of California as a Democrat back in, I don't know what year that was, it was a long time ago. And that was my political career, if you will. Not that I'm into politics, but I happened to have gotten involved when I was younger in promoting causes and people that I felt, felt passionate about. So nowadays, I'm still the same person, right? Like I haven't drastically changed many of my belief systems, although I'm open to new information and I am open to changing my mind as I receive new information. So with that, one of the things I think that was interesting about that little revelation to him was that he... Immediately when I said that I was not getting vaccinated, brought up that he believed me to be left, you know, left wing and left and liberal. So there was an immediate association, although he didn't say it this way. I don't think it even occurred to him what he had just done. But was that because I chose not to be vaccinated, somehow I was maybe less liberal or less left wing all of a sudden? You see that? It's subtle. These things are subtle, friend. So, so there's that. And, and so, you know, I didn't want to get political with him because he's a bro and, a, you know, potential business partner. And these things became very challenging for many of us with many of our very close friends and family. Have they not? And so I try to be careful. What else around that? Oh, so the other, the small victory that kind of ties in with this. I'm part of a group online, a social group in a social network, and it has nothing to do with politics at all. It has to do with the sport. And these are homies, friends that I've, people I've become good friends with overall. For the, I've been training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for about nine, eight, eight and a half years, and I've gotten to know some of these dudes decently well. And dudettes too, but uh, in this particular group, it's 
men's group. And there was, and so it's focused around jujitsu, okay? And there was, uh, people post all sorts of different stuff, primarily sports stuff, but, you know, other stuff and whatnot. And one day I shared something. I saw this post and a friend of mine, and actually uh, the gentleman, Sean Fredrickson, who I mentioned earlier, was hosting an event in San Diego. So I lived in San Diego up until recently. And there's a lot happening in San Diego and in California, in case you're not aware. And if you're not from that area or you don't personally know someone there, it may be hard to really fully comprehend what is happening there. And again, this is, I'm recording this January 2022. The social and political climate in California, particularly in some areas worse than others for sure, but even in Southern California, it is was for me and my family, my, my wife and I specifically, mind-blowing and incomprehensible. And to share our experiences with people here in Texas, most people just simply cannot really comprehend the extent of what is happening there. And again, friend, I don't want to get political, but this is the times that we live in, okay? So I, I am going to be political. I'll just warn you. I guess I should just warn you now. I'm going to somehow be political. I'm going to trigger people, and hopefully it's not you, but if it is, it's got to be said. This is me being real. Keep it real, friend, okay? Because this is what's really happening in our country and in other countries. You're paying attention to things going on in the world, and you may be on all four certain aspects of this whole thing. You may be for lockdowns. Just say the word. Say the word, man. You may be for censorship. You may be for protecting people for their own good, quote unquote. Right? You may believe the Ministry of Truth really cares about you and your family and your health. And I would say you're very naive if that's the case. Put it bluntly. So. There's a, it's part of part of my apprehension with saying certain things is because there really is a ministry of truth, and some people, a lot of people, still haven't really figured that out. And you may say, "Oh, that's just your own opinion, or that's confirmation bias," and blah blah blah. And I could say, "Well, if you're keeping up to date with certain information, then you know a certain company that I would say is minist- has ministry of truth written all over it." leveraged what they call fact checkers had to admit in court that they were simply opinions and this is huge and people may want to downplay that but that actually proves a very significant point that many of us have been trying to make over the last couple of years and if you're unaware of that you know it's like i can only educate you so much on it and at what point is it like you really got to do your own research and one i hope you're not using the the big search engine for that because you, it, you should know who they, are, who they are owned by and how that influences what search results you will see in your research. If you're using that, then consider uh, using something like DuckDuckGo to do your research. You'll get different results and you, your research may, you may come away with information that you did not get using another search engine. And that's very significant. That, that makes influences the ability for people to make their own decisions because you think you're making one could think they're making their own decisions, educated decisions based on the research, but they understand 
those. They don't understand that the filters of that company are only showing you choices A, B, and C, but really the real information is X, Y, and Z. So you're seeing all these things that look like choices, but it's called a force in magic. And if you've ever seen a magic trick where somebody has free will and they choose something and then the magician predicts it somehow magically, that's the same kind of element that happens with this ministry of truth. This person does not know how to drive. What are you doing, friend? Then uh, it's the same kind of magic trick, okay? And it's been played on millions of us, tens of millions of us. And so I'm trying to help you understand that there is a magic trick happening if you're not already aware. And how do you see the behind the scenes, behind the curtain? How do you see the hidden hand, if you will? Uh, then you must learn how to see outside the box. You must learn how to see outside of the frame. You must learn how to read between the lines and tell between the manipulated statistics. So there's that. And so with my friend, Oh, so this group, I made a mention. So they were, my friend uh, Sean was hosting a rally in San Diego. The teachers in San Diego, and again, you may be on either side of this of this uh, argument here, but you're about to determine or discover what side I'm on. So my wife actually has, had, um, has a, an autoimmune disease where getting a shot, uh, she's always the 1%. Whenever she's taking a medication, it says, like, well, you know, certain small percentage of these people experience these crazy side effects. She's that person that experiences the crazy side effects, okay? And so the last thing we need, considering what she's already fighting uh, with health-wise, is to deal with any of that. That's just not it. We'd rather take our chances with the other thing that's supposedly really bad, and uh, more and more information is coming out about the truth about that, thankfully, which is awesome. But those, that data has been widely manipulated for purposes that I'll leave up to you to determine on your own, through your own research. And so she would be forced, in order to keep her teaching position with San Diego Unified, which she's had for 15 years, that she would have to submit to a vaccination that she did not want for weekly testing, invasive weekly testing, okay, which is not an option. This is this is our health. Nobody can say to us, you must submit to this because, oh, we've got all this questionable data that you're not allowed to question because we have the science, we have the data, and uh, we have all the answers, and we're the, you know, you have to do this. No, no, no. No, thank you. That's not, that's where we draw our line. That's not going to happen. And so she quit. She was forced to quit, to resign, basically, because we would not submit, she would not submit to these requirements pushed on by the union that she paid dues into. So the union really did not help support her own personal safety and beliefs. They pushed this bigger agenda, okay? And the challenge with that is that there was all sorts of teachers on board with this, right? You say like, well, yeah, that's good. We want you to be safe. We want you to protect those who can't be, who can't take the vaccine. Well, that was literally her. So you want to protect her by making her take it or or be forced to quit? Like that doesn't even make sense. 
What about the fact that she's been exposed to it multiple times and, and has managed to stay healthy? What, there was a thing once upon a time known as natural immunity or you know being able to build immunity to that. So we could sit and debate all this pseudoscience, uh, but it, it again then comes down to what is one's ability to comprehend who and what science really is and where does it come from and who pays for it. And that's a bigger question not everybody's equipped to answer or even comprehend a conversation around. And that's where the frustration really starts to come in for, for myself. So back to this little group, I happened to make a post about, hey, I need some, uh, you know, would any of you real men in this group is a group called La Mesa. Uh, I don't know. I'm not even going to say it, but basically, <laughs> again, men. And um, <clears throat> that uh, would any of you real men be interested in just attending this group just so that these these parents of this school board feel less intimidated to speak out about the safety and education of their children because they were being threatened, okay? Who threatened school board parents? What kind of low-life losers do that, right? They won't let them exercise their First Amendment right of free speech to express their rights and their concerns about their children? What? Anybody that's trying to get in the way of that is working for the wrong side, right? Those are not the good guys. I don't care how much they want to believe and paint themselves in the images of being the good guys and, and protecting other people. They're not. They're delusional, okay? I will say that because that is not, that's not right. You have the right, whether you, whether you and I disagree or agree, you still have the right to say it, okay? That's free speech. That is protected by our Constitution. That is what America is about. People that are trying to shut that down are not on the right side of history with this, okay? And that's where we had to, so I basically just made a post in this little group. Hey, would any of you real men like to go and just be there for these people? Just stand alongside them while they're doing this free speech rally and just standing up to this tyranny. And I got some blowback in this group from a couple of people. Um, one who uh, requested that we keep politics out of it. And I thought that was interesting. I didn't realize that free speech had become a political thing, but it had. And, and that was kind of, I guess, part of the point was like, how did this become political? That's supposed to be unquestionable, that you have free speech. As long as you're not saying hate speech or, you know, using it to incite riots or do anything to hurt people, you have the right to free speech. That is what our brave men and women in the military have fought to protect, right? That's what this is about. So I felt bad because I had offended him and uh, I think somebody else as well. And so I kind of backed up and said, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be political. Wasn't trying to be political here. Just, uh, and I explained myself as best I could and moved on, right? It's like, this is a group of friends. I don't want to get kicked out of this group. It's kind of one of my last ties to San Diego and, and the good people that I knew there. So... <clears throat> But, I, but I'll admit, I was kind of also annoyed. Like, this is, this is the problem that we face here in our society where people who, people have it too good. There, I, I dare say many of us have had it too good. We've gotten soft. Where we don't realize what's really at stake here. And that's scary. Because we've had it so good for so long that people have forgotten the sacrifices of the generations before us. 
And I realize not everybody has had the same kind of relationships with their parents or grandparents or great-grandparents that some of us have had or some of us are, who are maybe first generation here in the United States or in, in other countries where you left, uh, where one may have left a place that was uh, socialist, let's just call it what it is, socialist communist, right? Where they have not been afforded the same kind of opportunities based on the social or the uh, political situation there. People have fled these, those kind of countries to come to these kind of countries where they have the opportunity to to do something for themselves and their family based on their own merit. And so for those of us who come from that kind of situation where we're maybe more, it was maybe more directly taught to us or instilled within us, these kind of things were maybe more sensitive to than other people. And with that, I think it's really interesting that what is it, like, what are the things that make someone think, like, oh, this is okay? You know, or, or another thing that somebody else interesting said to me was when they found out I moved to Texas, somebody that knows me decently well, somebody, and somebody who's more in tune with personality types than the average bear. Smart, smart lady, very, you know, strategic think, thinker, successful, um, also very well aware of psychology and in my personality type, which is, um, you know, unique, uh, not to say like I'm unique and special, but just like if you know anything about um, certain personality type tests and all that and, and just kind of the way certain personalities work. She's aware of it more so than most people. And so I think it was interesting for her when she learned that, you know, I picked up and moved my family from Southern California to Texas because there's certain associations generalizations that one could make around that kind of a move. And she said, like, she was very surprised. and like, oh, well, you know, it's kind of that whole, like, well, I thought you were very liberal, very left-wing, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, again, I am. <laughs> However, I'm also a very logical person, and I do not get persuaded by emotional pleas. Okay? So I'm very sensitive I'm very soft-spoken, by and large, and not trying to force my opinion or preach to anyone, per se. And yet, I'm very much logical, and that can come across as cold and calculating to some people at times. Okay? And so one thing she said to me was, well, I'm glad you found something that is well, I shared with her some things about, you know, I'm glad my kids can be in school face-to-face. -face. In San Diego, that was not the case. We were on lockdown. Our oldest had to be homeschooled, which was a total nightmare. It was causing a lot of stress on our family and mental health issues and all these kind of things. And our youngest was able to go to preschool, but he had to wear a mask. And I'm not okay with that. My wife is not okay with that. So it was basically, he's able to go, but we were able to, through going to a doctor, and not the first doctor, because the first doctor, I'm just going to say was a moron, I have choicer words, but I will refrain, but, uh, what, and, and our sons both have asthma, I'll throw that in there, and this first doctor said no, he would not give any kind of pass or letter 
suggesting that he's able to wear a plastic face shield instead of a mask because he had just run a marathon wearing a mask, and he was okay. Do you get that? This doctor said he would not give our child uh, a note to be excused from wearing a mask because he just ran a marathon wearing a mask, and he's okay. So this is what we're dealing with, friend. This is what we're dealing with. People that are really buy into the, let's call it what it is, propaganda. Propaganda, friends. This is the, the time to awaken, all right? And not everybody's going to be awake. And again, I know people are going to be triggered and upset, and this is what it is. But I'm speaking to people who are awake or at least trying to wake up, okay? This is, this is what it is. We're in it for the, for the species. There's a great saying in a movie called, uh, <laughs> uh, that MPH, you know, Patrick Harris, Starship Troopers, he's a doctor, <laughs> like, yeah, like a lab guy at the end, and he's just like, we're in it for the species, we're, and that's it, like, we're in it for the species, not everybody's going to get it, not everybody's going to wake up, people are being offended, and that's the whole pre the, the whole problem here, is people being high and mighty and offended, and so anyway, in the group, the one guy, um, you know, recently, I find out he, he left the group. And I said, why? And, and somebody else had said, oh, because one of these other guys in the group had said there was a little tiff uh, later. This was, you know, maybe a month or two, yeah, maybe a month after that little, you know, misstep I had, the faux pas. And um, he, <laughs> so, one of the, so the one guy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the one guy, very pro-vax, very pro-mask, very pro-lockdowns, very pro, you know, very, very far left and all that, which is fine. You know, good for him. That's, that's his right as an American, okay? I'm cool. I love him either any which way, okay? I still love him like a brother. Good for him. Good for him. Um, you know, but and very outspoken about it in a sense, right? So he's, he was talking recently about how, oh, well, the people who, you know, all the people he knows, excuse me, um, that got the beat, they all got COVID, but they were okay. Whereas all the people who were not feed, they all had to go to the hospital. And, you know, this is anecdotal, you know, but he's sharing this information in the group. And that bothered me, you know, because, again, that seems just very political to me because this whole thing is very political in my personal opinion. And, and then one of the other guys said, well, I happen to know a lot of people too, and I know it to be like the opposite of that. I know many people, it was just like the cold. And they survived and no hospitalizations required, no VD required, and they were okay. And that uh, really upset <laughs> the first guy to the point where I guess he backed out of the, he unjoined the group as a result. And when I found that out, I, you know, shared like, hey, you know, I'm kind of bummed I didn't. I missed the opportunity to call this guy out on being political in this group after we said we wouldn't be political. And I was kind of, you know, just razzing the guy or whatever, ribbing the guy. Uh, he wasn't there, but, you know, I'm sure it's going to get back to him. But it, to me, again, that was a very political thing to say. It's like you're trying to bring your your idea of what this is into a moral kind of thing. And, and so with the conversation I had today with my friend, um, you know, what he shared with me was what pushed him over to get to ultimately end up getting it because he's healthy. He wasn't really concerned about it for himself or his wife or kids. You know, it felt like they were all relatively safe. But the reason he ended up ultimately deciding to get it 
was because of the the whole idea that like, oh, well, you get it for the people who can't get it. You get it for the people who aren't strong enough to get it or whatever. And I get that. You know, that's a noble thing to do. And I also think that's a, a thing that that certain systems or whatever have used to manipulate people into getting it. Right? Like, hey, you want to do thing, you want to be a good person, right? We'll do the good person thing. This is it. You do this thing for people who can't do it. And, you know, on the surface, I think that sounds great. And I think a lot of people have their hearts in the right places in that respect. You know, hey, I want to do it for these other people. And they think that, uh, you know, it's going to weaken it. And therefore, it'll make the whole thing less um, dangerous for other people. And, you know, if that's what you truly believe, great. Good for you. Do that. Do I personally believe that? No, I do not. Um, and I don't want to get into all the reasons why and blah, 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 blah. And I'm sure you could show me all your data or not you, friend, but, you know, one could show me all the data. And I certainly had people try to send me all their data and I've looked at it. And again, um, you know, good for them. They want to believe that. Good for them. Uh, I personally do not for a number of reasons. I'm not going to get into. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm a marketer. Right. I, I spin things for a living. I only do things ethically. That's something I learned early on as a marketer was that understanding marketing and using marketing is a very powerful thing where you can influence people to take certain actions and do certain things. And that comes with a great deal of responsibility to be ethical in my personal and professional opinion. And that's something I strive to do with my skills that I've spent years and years and countless hours and time and money developing those skills to be able to do this in a as effectively as possible, and then my moral compass, um, you know, being able to do it with integrity, a high level of integrity. Okay, so that's where I'm coming from. And so when I see things that I feel are questionable, where hmm, that's one way to present it, and I understand the way that people would interpret that based on what the way it's being presented. Do I agree that that is what it is objectively? Mm, not always, okay? And that's where these kind of things get tricky. And then people can share certain data, and people believe, again, that they have access to all the data. And what's coming out more and more now is that, oh, actually, you don't. Because these certain filters are in place that you didn't even know existed. Or not you, friend, again. Sorry, I don't mean to put that on you. Uh, I know you're more educated than the average bear. Um, and yet many of our friends, close friends, very well-educated friends, right? This isn't about intelligence. That's the other thing. And this is where it ties into per people's egos and sense of self. And that's why it gets so dangerous. Because now, if, you're, if one is to speak with somebody who considers themselves well-educated or intelligent, or maybe they even have a title like doctor, and they think, therefore, they have more information or they understand the information better, or they're a scientist and they have better information or access to the information. Well, that is actually not that meaningful in the sense of can this person be manipulated, can they be tricked? Because as we look at history, we look at what happened with the, with the Nazis and Germany. There were very smart, in any cult, any cult, there are very smart, very intelligent people that get caught up in cults, right? Why? Because it's not about intelligence. It's not about that. And that's what's so hard for some people to really grasp. And that's why I'm not that smart. <laughs> I'm not that intelligent, right? 
and yet, and so it's about the angles. And again, which side of the information are you coming from? Do you see the cracks in the mirror, the smoke screens, you know, this and that? Um, are, how aware are you of those angles? And trying to help people see those, um, I've got one friend who I share certain information with who I think is actually starting to wake up. They're starting to snap out of it and recognize some of the manipulations and the impact. The the what does this actually mean? What does this actually imply? That this company that was claiming to have this truth and only be sharing, allowing certain like truthful information on their platform, now had to admit that it was opinion and not fact. Okay, what is the implication for that? How much information, well, what other information were they claiming to be filtering on your on one's behalf, on our behalf, total, as a, as a species, only to discover that they were actually playing out some kind of agenda? And you, one could say, oh, well, you know, it doesn't mean that they were actually doing something. And then I would say, well, friend, you know, does a business want to make more or less money? Does a business generally want more or less market share? Does a business generally want more or less power? Right? And if you answer those truthfully, then it's a no-brainer, right? It's not It's not like, oh, maybe. It's like, yeah, of course. Of course. That's its whole purpose. Its whole purpose is to gain more wealth, more but You know, that's the, the purpose of a business is to, to generate money. And to the extent that it does that, it's successful. And to the extent that it doesn't, it's not. Okay. So we can mince words and play games and, you know, it comes down to a lot of times, does one want to be right or does one want to learn the truth, right? Does one want to really learn what the truth is or does one just want to prove their point and be right? And many times in my personal experience dealing with some people, they want to be right. They may say and they may even to some level believe that they want to find the truth but they really only want to find the truth to the extent that supports what they believe. And that is a dangerous person to try to deal with. And I've had to deal with a, a couple of these people that are quite aggressive with their beliefs because they believe that they've got the truth with capital T and they want to shove it down everyone's throat because of their title and because of this and that. And it's like, you know, good for you. Go get lost. Get out of my life. And, and I've had to cut some people out of my life. And maybe you have too. I don't know. So, <sighs> A lot of ranting, friend. It's okay. Getting, uh, I think I'm getting close to my destination here, so I gotta kind of start wrapping it up. Long episode. I wasn't sure if I was gonna break this up in a couple episodes or what, but I'm glad we're doing it. So, uh, what else? Okay. So, final thoughts. That's how I feel. <laughs> That's how I believe. Again, I know not everybody's on the same page. That's okay. Part of what I'm just trying to share is ask questions, be open as, as you can to information that may change one's opinion about things. And uh, what else? Vape and massage. Oh, that's cool. CBD, THC, vape and massage. Huh. Big green and white hot air balloon right there. Okay, okay. Yeah, dealing with a lot of things, trying, trying not to help our mother-in-law, my mother-in-law, 
move out to Texas, move out to give us six months here to get settled and get Elaine and stuff all situated the kids. She couldn't wait that long. She immediately put her house on the market and moved out here. It's not what I want to be doing right now. I'm not feeling 100%, to be honest. I would have rather stayed home and worked on stuff that I have to work on, but it is what it is, right? Uh, um, Thunderflow TV, working on that, making good progress there. I think I've got one TV show that is uh, considering putting their show on the Find Your Floor TV channel, which I'm working on taking to the next level soon. So if you know anyone who's interested, who has a show, like a YouTube show that's successful and they're looking to take it to the next level, please send me an email, winston at findyourflow.com, or have them send me an email. Interested in recruiting some new TV shows for the station and for the podcast and the book series and all the stuff, just putting... Uh, bringing more flow to the world. And I know this is a lot of personal flow and stuff and that can be um, polarizing, right? I understand that. And yet I did it anyway. Why? Because. Because this is where we're at in the world and I'm not going to just sit by idly and pretend it's not happening. That's why. I want to be on the side of history that spoke up and said something and use my platform for good. So there you go. And if you believe that this episode can help anyone you know, please feel free to share it. And I hope that you are well in whatever you're doing and accepting. We're on the same team. Whether we agree or disagree, we're on the same team, I hope, friend, because that's part of what makes this country so great, right? We're the mixing, what is it, mixing pot? Melting pot, right? We're the melting pot here. People of all different cultures. People come to this country, and again, I know I'm speaking from the U.S., but I know we have listeners. I have listeners out there in Canada, so hello to you, friends. I hope you guys are all doing well. I know you've got some serious stuff out there, and then I know I've also got friends out there in Australia, a couple friends out listening, so thank you, friends. I hope you guys are doing well. Jeez Louise, you're dealing with it. California is, you know, like trying to follow all in your all footsteps out there. So stay strong, friends. Stay strong. And then who else? Uh, I know we also get I also get some friends out there in uh, <clears throat> Switzerland. So thank you. Love Switzerland. Beautiful, beautiful place. If ever I make it out of the country again, that would be a place I'd like to go back to at some point. Really, really enjoyed my time out there. My very short time out there, but it's gorgeous and awesome. Where else do we have listeners? We have friends from all over the, the planet, really, I know. And I appreciate you all, and I wish you all well in being strong and staying positive. That's a big part of it, staying positive, connecting, being not letting anybody or anything tear us apart, you know, with BS narratives and fake news and all the propaganda and the, oh, yeah, no, I don't even want to go down that route. But it happens, yeah. It's just uh, you know, people say crazy things online, and and there's a lot of trolls online. Goodness gracious! And that's why I don't even go on on the social media anymore. Honestly, there's so many people that have nothing better to do than harass other people, and it, it, it's sad. And it, it is what it is. It's like I guess human nature. It's kind of like the dregs, in my opinion, of human nature. It's like okay, really, this is what you do with your time, and you want to. <sighs> 
do that, whatever. So I keep my eyes on the prize, friends, which is staying positive, uplifting people, helping the people that are making positive changes out there. And that's what this show is about and recruiting people that are also doing that and uplifting you people, the people who are on that same page. And we're making waves. This is this year. That's my big goal is making big waves with other positive people. The flow of synchronicity, finding people with like minds who have a message of coincidence or miracles or love or flow, and they want to share it. And if that's you or you know somebody who's got a message like that and wants to help spread it to the world, then one plus one is not two. One plus one is like three. And it's it's exponential, right? And I see a big, beautiful sign that says you are loved. <laughs> that was awesome. I want to change to something else, but it was right there perfectly in time for me to see that as I was saying this to you. So that's a powerful message that I will accept. And Rosa's Cafe, which is Mexican food, which is awesome. So how coincidental, friend. How coincidental. All right. So I'm wrapping it up. i got to get over to Lane's. I don't think it's messing with me. All right. And I can't stop until I stop driving. So I got to kind of just get the show going because I'm not going to do any post-production editing, am I? No. But I got to get back over two lanes because it misled me. Filler, filler content. Make it sound cool. No, but for real, that was for real. Keep it real. Keep it real. in real the real end here i appreciate you if you're still listening it's been an update and <clears throat> life is life is like a box of chocolates right you never know what you're gonna get inside or something like that timelines write your own timeline let's connect with uh I'm just going to spout off some different random things real quick while it's just free flow things. So Zana, Z-H-A-N-N-A, you've seen her. She's a not entirely human reporter. A friend wearing a mask in a car by himself. Friends, come on. Come on, my fellow friends. We can do better than this. We can do better. So... Ah, yes, positivity. This friend is uh, does interviews, newscaster, not entirely human, and she does neat blinking that you can see videos of. I don't know if you can find it on YouTube, probably. But look up Zana, Z-H-A-N-N-A, news reporter, I think, from Russia, I think. There's some pretty cool interviews. And then um, there's that. What else? Simpsons. She said in one interview, she claims that that's uh, a project that they're working on. They, who's they? I don't know. You have to do do a little bit of homework there, do a little bit of digging, friend, uh, to get certain messages out to certain people. Interesting, huh? Don't you think? Okay, so, ah, man, I'm in deep, where am I in Texas? I'm in the Frisco area. Pretty cool. I've never been out here. There's a lot, there's not a lot going on, I should say. There's just different, different. Ooh. Wow. Yep. All right. So I've got to, no, I can't turn off the things. I'm still driving. Sorry. Almost there. <laughs>
Okay, any final thoughts? I love you. I love you, friend. You are loved. <laughs> you are loved, right? It's like the sign said to me, you are loved, and I hope you are well, and I hope things are going flowingly for you, and that things are going awesome. And I've been putting some new books out, so if you're into books, please feel free to support in Amazon. Uh, I I would like to also offer these all in uh, findyflow.com. If you go into the shop, you can find them there as well. Um, for paperbacks and whatnot, they are published through Amazon. They're not all available as paperback yet, but I've been working really hard to get more of them in paperback format for you. So that way you can get that if you're into paperback. I think paperback books are really cool, so I try to make that happen. And then uh, what else? Yeah, I think that's about it. The uh, Kindle versions are super cheap, and then I make the paperback very reasonably priced, I believe. High value there. I did an interview with Henry Evans, one of my mentors, business mentors and friends. And so that book is the first book in the Cash Flow sub-series of the Find Your Flow book series. So if you go to Find Your Flow book series in Amazon and then Henry Evans, that's a cool book. If you're into entrepreneurship or building your business, anything like that, that's a great book to check out. All right. So I have arrived here, and I really, again, appreciate you sticking with me through this, oh, 53 minutes. Wow. Okay, that's a super long episode. So thank you, friend. That was a great experience, very therapeutic for me to say whatever I said. And uh, again, I don't say it to hurt anyone's feelings. I believe we're all in this together, okay? And I'm just sharing my own perspective. Take it or leave it. That's your prerogative. That's your free will. That's your opportunity to maybe be turned on to some new perspectives and our ideas about certain things happening in the world. And hopefully we can all uplift each other and come out of this together stronger. So again, I appreciate you. I thank you for listening. And until next time, my friend, be flowing.